Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Thing. And, 
and um, working with the Astros is making sure that those guys are ready to move on to the next level. And for us specifically, uh, we kept the culture that, that we instilled with those guys. And whenever the next guys came in, it was basically next man up. And we, we were still able to continue to win games, which I thought was uh, extremely impressive because a lot of times you're losing your best player and then you're getting another player who may be talented, but he's coming from a lower level. Mm. And, you know, it just he just kind of each time fed into our system and it was uh, able to keep the train rolling well. I mean, everybody has a baseball story growing up, at least everybody professionally. Tell me a little bit about you growing up in baseball in St. Louis uh, and at the College of University of Central Missouri as well as St. Louis University. Uh, you know, for me, you know, growing up in St. Louis, as everybody knows, St. Louis is a very big baseball city. It's got a very big following for the St. Louis Cardinals. And, you know, my parents put me into baseball maybe when I was around three years old. And, uh, you know, I could never just get enough of it. Uh, my, my mom will always tell a story that, you know, I was never really watching cartoons as a kid. I was always, you know, turning off Sports Center and getting as close to the TV as I could. And so I think it was always kind of something uh, within me that I've, uh, you know, kind of grown with in a way. And so um, after high school, I went to St. Louis University for my freshman and sophomore year, uh, which was a, a really good experience. You know, got to be on a regional team and, and pitching an NCAA regional for, you know, SLU's school record for wins at the time. Um, and then I transferred on to Central Missouri, which is one of the most historic college baseball programs in history as far as uh, the number of wins it has and, and averages every year. And I think being a part of, you know, winning cultures like that really helped instill me the, the values that, that you need to, to kind of, um, you know, create that culture a, as a coach. And uh, fortunate for, for me, I was able to be a, a part of, um, you know, uh, quite a few championships of you know, in, in college baseball. And who would you say was your biggest mentor growing up in baseball? Oh, that's a tough one. You know, there, there's quite a few coaches that I had uh, growing up that I thought, you know, really positively impacted me. But I, I would say both my, my dad and my mom were probably the, the two biggest uh, supporters, but also, you know, mentors all, along that process. You know, they didn't really, you know, force things on me. They kind of uh, let me let me create the passion for it. And, you know, they, they're always uh, very supportive, but, you know, we're, we're also, like, very understanding of, you know, who I was as a player and a person. And, you know, they always, they always wanted me to be around better players than myself, which I think uh, humbles you, but it also teaches you a lot of values. And, and uh, I think, you know, iron sharpens iron. So if you can be around players um, and coaches that are better than you, it can always, uh, you know, bring you up to their level. Right, and that's the only way it should be if you want to get better. Growing up in St. Louis, I'm going to go out on a limb and say you were a Cardinals fan growing up. Yes, absolutely. Uh, thoughts on the Cardinals going out and getting Paul Goldschmidt? You know, I think it's, a, it's, it's pretty interesting. You know, I obviously follow the Ashes a lot more nowadays. But, uh, you know, I think what, what people kind of tend to forget with uh, a player who's known for home runs and plays first base is that there's actually a value in, you know, defense and base running as well. And I think that... You know, war being a, a very big baseball statistic, I think that that uh, also plays a, a huge effect in his uh, potential impact of the, of the St. Louis Cardinals with his ability to actually be a complete player regardless of, you know, not stealing a lot of bases. And so I think that, you know, sometimes in our game nowadays it gets lost when we talk about home run hitters. But, you know, I'm, I'm interested to see how it works out for those guys. And 
I hope, uh, hope, it, hope it works well for them. Obviously, with the Astros organization now, you said you've been following them a lot more. Uh, the winter meetings this week, uh, a lot of crazy rumors going around with everybody. I mean, everybody's on the block, it seems like, this year. Um, one um, scenario that was mentioned very briefly was uh, Trevor Bauer and the Astros possibly hooking up. What would you think of Trevor Bauer joining the Astros rotation with Garrett Cole, given that they have a little bit of history at UCLA? No, I think that would really be something special. You know, I'm not too aware of, you know, the pieces that we would have to, to give up. But, you know, I think we've done a pretty good job as an organization at, you know, developing prospects. So I know that there's, there's quite a few guys that are, are very valuable in, in our system. Uh, I know, obviously, uh, I remember when those two guys were at UCLA together and, and how dominant they were. Um, I think, you know, anytime you can add uh, a piece like Trevor Bauer to a, a rotation, it, it really changes, uh, you know, the, the outlook of everything. And, you know, having three absolutely dominant, healthy starters to start the year like that with those two in Verlander can, you know, really have, a, you know, a positive impact on, on the team. You know, that would be uh, very exciting if, if something like that were, were to be able to happen. You mentioned growing up in St. Louis, playing there, and got it you had an experience as a pitching coach at the university of maryland director of baseball ops at ohio university tell me a little bit about those experiences before you eventually got into managing oh uh, you know for me it, it was uh, awesome to be around you know different coaches and and different players you know at ohio university i'll always remember because rob smith was the uh, first coach who ever hired me ever believed in me to uh you know be on this side of the game and in that role, he, he gave me quite a bit of responsibility, and that really helps develop me as a coach. And fortunate for, for me, uh, the rest of the coaching staff there was, uh, you know, very helpful in mentoring me as, as a young coach, uh, getting my feet off the ground. And, you know, it was a, it was a very special season going from the, the year before the, the Bobcats only had 11 wins, and then uh, we won, I think, 36 or 37 games. And we were able to play in, uh, you know, an NCAA uh, regional, which I think is just such a special time in college baseball, and uh, you know it, it always creates memories that, that you'll never forget. Um, and then, fortunate for, for me, you know, uh, Rob Smith actually helped you know garner up the, the job at University of Maryland Eastern Shore, which gave me quite a bit of experience with, with all sorts of things. You know, uh, recruiting, even field work. You know, we didn't really have a grounds crew, we didn't have a, a very big coaching staff. Um, but uh, I think, uh, you know, John O'Neill, the, the head coach at the time, really really believed in me and trusted me in, with all areas of the pitching staff and recruiting. And, you know, uh, it wasn't the most successful season I've been a part of, but in, in the school's history, it was, uh, you know, one of the more successful ones in, in recent history. And, you know, those experiences combined really helped, you know, bring me along and develop me as a coach as my, my first two years uh, into the coaching side of the game. You know, that, those are memories that I'll never forget. And you mentioned memories that you'd never forget. Game 5 of the 2017 World Series, Astros-Dodgers. Tell me what the experience was like being there live when uh, Astros came out on top in that crazy game, which is probably considered one of the greatest games ever played. Uh, it was very crazy. It, it, it just shows you what, what, the, what the game is like, and it really, really kind of shows you what you know grit is all about, all the different types of lead changes with all of some of the best players and in the world, and for me, I was more just pacing around the stadium in, in circles. Uh, it was it was a it was a pretty 
pretty awesome, you know, atmosphere to be around. And I, I think what people won't remember too is that you know the the roof was closed at Minute Maid, so it felt you know more like an indoor you know type of football game or you know any indoor sporting event with how loud it was. And you know, Los Angeles fans travel everywhere, and obviously Houston you know really supports the Astros, so it was a quite a, an amazing experience to be in that atmosphere. And uh, emotionally, it's just. Uh, you know, some, some of those things, like I said before, that you'll, that you'll never forget. And obviously, like I said, or mentioned earlier, a lot of bizarre rumors going around MLB winter meetings in Vegas. Mets going out on a limb, bringing in uh, Robinson Cano, Edwin Diaz. There's talk of Noah Syndergaard being shipped out, potentially. Um, what is your take on the Mets' new GM, Brody Van Wagenen's move so far as GM, considering I don't think any Mets GM has ever done anything like this before? You know, honestly, I haven't followed too much, you know, about with all, everything in the background of it all. You know, I, I know, uh, you know, who he is and uh, that, that he's, you know, taken over as, as the Mets GM, but I'm not as familiar with the, the Mets uh, system overall. And, you know, for me, mainly, I, I mainly just focused on developing the, the younger younger prospects, so unfortunately, I'm not as familiar with a, a lot of those moves he's making, but, you know, I think from, from a fan's perspective of the Mets, it's, it's really uh, going to be exciting that, you know, right right away when he got his, his feet underneath him, he's, he's trying to make the team better to win immediately. And, you know, as a fan of a, of a team, I'm sure that's, uh, you know, going to be a very exciting for them to, to follow along this year and, and in the coming years. And the big rumor that's been swirling around for the past 24 hours or so is a potential three-team blockbuster between the Yankees, Marlins, and Mets. Uh, the Marlins would ship um, JT Realmuto to the Mets, while the Mets would be shipping their one of their biggest franchise stars in Noah Syndergaard across town to the Yankees. Do you think the Yankees and the Mets would ever make a deal like this, or do you think this has any possible chance of actually going down? Yeah, you know, I think uh, especially... Um, in, in today's day and age, it's, you know, everybody wants to just win, period. So uh, if that means, you know, trading players to teams that, that you may or may not want to, if it's going to better your, your team overall, I think, I think uh, you know, most people are, are inclined to do it. Um, obviously, I can't speak to those organizations specifically. I'm not as familiar, but, you know, I think really um, when you have, like, quite a, quite a bit of uh, analytics and numbers behind some of those decisions and, you know, teams that are in different places and, and need need different things. Uh, I think that you know a lot of times they can usually strike a deal if uh, if it all works out. And if that does happen, uh, that would be really exciting for the game. And you know I'd be curious to see kind of how it all plays out. Like I said, Mets Noah Syndergaard probably one of their biggest franchise stars besides Degrom, obviously right now. I've been having this conversation with uh, my co-host who is not today, but. And I'm saying this, like, if I'm, uh, like, let's say if you're Brian Cashman of the Yankees and Billy Epler, uh, GM of the Angels, offers you a trade straight up, Mike Trout for Aaron Judge, considering Judge is basically, I don't want to call him the face of the franchise, but pretty darn close right now, would you make that deal, considering the Mike? Perspective, I think, you know, Mike Trout gives you quite, quite an edge in a lot of different areas, and, uh, you know, he's always, uh, you know, fun to watch on TV. Even when, um, even when he's maybe, you know, beating down the, the Astros a little bit, but he's a, just an exciting player to watch overall, and you know, somebody who, who seems very humble and dedicated to the game, and you know, 
has a very good reputation. And I mentioned the uh, Syndergaard trade just seconds ago. Um, Miguel Andahar would be rumored to be going to Miami in that trade. Uh, do you think if the Yankees go ahead and trade their young star, Miguel Andahar, do you think that would solidify them going full force on Manny Machado to play shortstop or even third base? Uh, it's tough to say because you don't really know, you know who, who else to have in that organization or maybe what other free agents to have out there. But, you know, obviously Manny Machado is a, you know, a hot commodity on the, on the market right now, and that could potentially mean that. But, uh, you know, for me, I'm not really really too familiar with uh, that kind of area, on, you know, the offseason and, and how things go because I, I don't follow as much about, you know, maybe the, the money of all the players and the, you know, uh, uh, you know, all the pieces that involve that. Corey Kluber also on the block. Multiple teams talking to him. Yankees, Dodgers. It seems like the Dodgers are really making a serious run for him. Consider Corey Kluber that uh, missing puzzle piece in another World Series run for L.A.? Well, it's tough. It's tough to say because, you know, L.A.'s gotten their back-to-back years, so I don't necessarily even know that there's anything missing. But, you know, sometimes a lot, a lot of it can kind of come down to just a few plays and a few different games, but you know, I feel like if you're getting to the World Series in back-to-back years, there's maybe not not too much to change because you know anything can happen in a, in a few games in, in the playoffs. But you know, obviously, Corey Kluber is quite an incredible talent and uh, maybe one of the best sliders our game currently has and maybe has ever seen. So that would you know definitely make it exciting to, to see him and you know the, the National League instead of the, the American League for the Astros. Now, Brian Cashman of the Yankees says they're completely out on Bryce Harper. They have six outfielders, including guys like Jacoby Ellsbury, Brett Gardner, Clint Frazier in the minor leagues. Um, they've done crazier things before. Do you think that the Yankees are 100% out on Bryce Harper, like they say? Uh, you know, it's tough to say. I mean, it's tough to always, always, you know, kind of give the media what, what they want to hear. But, you know, if they're that adamant that, that they're not in on him, that they potentially might not be. But, you know, if he's still hanging around towards the towards the end of the offseason, you know, it, it's tough to, to think that they wouldn't at least give it a, a little bit of an interest. But uh, I'm, not, I'm not too sure. I mean, he, he seems like somebody that would, you know, give, give the media his honest um, values on that. As a coach, as a manager, favorite player you've ever coached? Oh, that's a tough one. Uh, I don't know if I can necessarily choose one, but I definitely like the, the aspects of the, the players when they fully buy in and really care about each other. You know, I think so often sometimes in professional baseball, it, it's, it's tough to really uh, value the, the team camaraderie of it all. Uh, but I think, you know, that, that's something that's special about college baseball. I think part of building a culture uh, as a manager, that, that's something that you can do. And I think it you know, helps bring some players along. And I think for me, that, that typically is, is what I like to see the most. But uh, I don't know if I could give just one particular favorite player that I've coached. Uh, just just uh, like it's more of just, you know, just a, a common vibe and, and theme of, of, of a group of players. I don't know necessarily that there's one or even a few. I just think that there, there's uh, quite a few players that I, I've loved being around on a daily basis. You know, really care about us people beyond just players. Final question for you, another tough one. Best moment of your baseball career? Yeah, that's tough. Uh, as a player, I would definitely say probably um, at the end of my freshman year, pitching in the uh, conference championship game where I had had kind of a, a rough freshman year of college baseball, but pitching the conference championship game and then being able to dogpile at the end of the game. Um, in the coaching world, man, there's, there's been a few that kind of stick out. Uh, 
I would say the last two championship celebrations uh, in the last two years, and then also at Ohio University when we dogpiled to um, you know win the conference championship. But those would be the few memories to, to me that, that stick out the most uh, so far in my uh, playing and coaching career. I'm so bummed. I tried to get my girl tickets for the show tomorrow, and now it's sold out. It's her freaking birthday. Oh, dude. She's probably going to break up with you. He's definitely going to break up with me. Should have used tick pick. Wait, what'd you say? Tick pick. Look. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. What? There are no hidden fees. What'd you guys think I said? Oh, tick pick. I thought you said tick pick. No hidden fees. Download today. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.